Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hi, guys, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Talks on Uni Therapy Podcast. My name is Kat, and I am the host. If you are new and don't know what Couch Talks is, it is the special bonus episode of Uni Therapy Podcast that comes out every single Wednesday where I answer questions that you guys send to Catherine at unitherapypodcast.com. Quick reminder up top that although I'm a therapist, this podcast is called Uni Therapy, and I'm answering your questions that you guys sent me. This podcast does not serve as a replacement or substitute for mental health services. However, it still is allowed to be helpful. Now, on Couch Talks, usually I answer one question a week, and I'm going to stick with that format today. I have one question, and it actually builds off of a couple episodes I did um, recently with J.P. Sachs. So if you haven't listened to those, go listen to them, because I just thought they were so great. If you haven't listened to his music, also go listen to it, because, again, I just think it's so great. And also a reminder that I always keep the emails anonymous. So you can feel really safe sending in your question. You don't have to worry about people figuring out if it's you. Um, Just be mindful of what information you put in the email, but I'm not going to read your name ever. And so you can feel good about sending something in and getting some feedback without being exposed. So here I'm going to read the question and then we're going to talk about it. Here it is. Hi, Kat. First, let me say I really love the podcast. I listen regularly, and there have been so many episodes that have truly helped me. The recent episodes with J.P. Sachs were both so great and eye-opening. Between the two episodes, I unfortunately had a breakup. I listened to the first part before it happened and the second part after. My question is, how can I cope with all these emotions I'm feeling in a healthy way? Logic tells me it was the right thing, but I'm so heartbroken and sad. This was also not a messy breakup, but rather two people who loved each other not ending up in the same place. I think of your words from earlier this week saying in some ways this would be easier if I hated him. I'm also someone who loves the holidays and this happening now threatens to take that from me. 
I miss him so much and it's so hard to think I cannot call him to make me feel better. I don't want my sadness to color the joy that was our relationship, but it sometimes feels worse to know it was so wonderful and now it's just over. I don't want this to ruin all the inner work I've done over the years, but I'm really, really struggling. If there's any advice you can offer, I'd really appreciate it. Thanks for all you do. So I want to start with saying I am so sorry that you were going through all of this, although it's probably necessary and it sounds like it was something that you you needed to do and it was the right thing for you. I never wish hurt on anybody and, and things that are necessary sometimes cause some hurt. So I'm sorry you're going through that. And at the same time, I'm glad that these episodes came out at the time that they did because it seems like they are very helpful in this season for you. And yeah, I very much relate to if... I, if I could hate him, this would be easier, that whole sentiment. I think that is so often why we look for things that are wrong with people after relationships end, even if they're just friendships, because we want something to help us actually move through this faster or make it make more sense. And then these people who we love turn into jerks when in reality, maybe they just didn't end up being our people. And I know that I've done this and I've, I've heard these stories that we tell about the fact that they're liars when in reality, they just maybe changed their mind and it could have happened unexpectedly and it maybe it happened slowly and maybe they didn't want it to happen or maybe we were the people that changed our minds. And we tell the story that these people are bad and they're liars and they're deceitful. But I think a difficult part of being in a relationship with another human is that we're constantly growing and changing. And sometimes those changes pull relationships closer together and sometimes they push them further apart. And one of the toughest emotional experiences to go through is what you are expressing, to love somebody deeply and also be in that place of acceptance that your lives cannot align in a way that makes both parties involved satisfied. And speaking of all of this, it's we're talking about grief, right? All of this is, grief is kind of like wound through it. And grief is frustrating for a lot of reasons. And one of those reasons is that it shows up in a million different ways. There isn't a roadmap that we can offer people. There's not a timeline I can give people. You might go through the same thing and people might go down two different paths. So that I wish that I had like a worksheet I could give you that's like, this is how you do this. And this is how you get through this. And this is when it will feel different. But that's not how grief works. And um, we all need to be on our own individual journeys because those journeys take us where we individually need to go. Now, this listener asked a specific question. So I definitely want to address that before I go down a tangent because you know I could do that. And that question is, how can I cope with all these emotions I'm feeling in a healthy way? So my simple answer is just to let yourself feel them rather than try to make them go away. You might need something to aid in your ability to sit and allow yourself to feel those feelings. You might need some comfort. And a lot of times when we are looking for comfort, that comes in forms that actually dig us into deeper holes, maybe sideways holes, or actually help us avoid what's actually going on. And we are avoiding our feelings versus comforting ourselves in our feelings. And most of you have probably heard me talk about this, but feelings are guides. They're tools. They give us information. They signal needs within us. And I like to describe this to people with the um, image of a dashboard in a car. So when a light comes on, it's pretty frustrating, right? Pretty annoying, 
what have you. Because I know specifically for me, there's not a light in my car that's like, oh, you're going to win a prize and you should feel joyful. It's usually signaling that there's something that needs to be addressed. And I personally don't really want to address things on my car because it's overwhelming to me and it costs money and it takes time out of my day and it's just inconvenient. Now, I could tape a piece of cardboard over my dashboard and I could ignore all of those lights. The thing about that is it does not mean that the lights actually go away. Those lights still truthfully need attention. I'm just ignoring the fact that that is reality. Our feelings are the same way. We can try to get rid of those feelings, but often that just gets us into more trouble. If I ignore that I need to get my oil changed, eventually my engine's going to blow up, right? So me ignoring it didn't make it no longer necessary. It actually just caused a bigger problem and cost me more money. So if we ignore our feelings and if we avoid our feelings because we think we're coping, but really we're just avoiding, that feeling will show up somewhere, somehow, and probably in a way that's not as helpful. Our job is not to make our feelings disappear. It's to listen to what they are saying. And something that is very helpful, and it seems really simple to say, is when we actually can accept that our feelings are actually helpful things. They are like the lights on our dashboard. They are saying, hey, this needs this here, or hey, you need to do this here, or hey, this needs attention. When we can acknowledge that, we can turn our feelings from these monsters, these bad things, to these actually like almost like fairy godmothers. I wouldn't really call them fairy godmothers, but again, like I said earlier, like guides that are there to help us move through whatever it is that we're moving through. Now, like I said, sometimes our feelings are really overwhelming and so we need some comfort. That is, I think, what you're asking when you say, how do I cope? What are healthy ways to cope with my emotions? Because sometimes we cope with emotions by drinking or overspending or dating apps or working out or eating. And I would say those are ways that we cope that lead to us avoiding versus ways that we can cope and sit in. So I want you to think about having two experiences at the same time, right? So let's just say my coping skill or the thing that I'm going to use to help me cope is a conversation with a good friend. So I might be crying through that conversation and I might be feeling a lot of pain and I also feel connection and I feel love and I feel bonded to this person that I'm having this conversation with. And maybe I'm not even having the conversation. Maybe I just want to have a friend there and maybe I want to watch a movie with a friend and I can feel sad watching this movie and I also can feel loved and loving having this, this friend with me at the same time. If we want to think about something more tangible, like a warm bath or a blanket or a stuffed animal, I know when I am am feeling sad, I want to hold on to something. And so that is comforting me as I'm actually feeling the hurt and the pain. It doesn't take it away. It just allows me to have both of those things so I'm not completely overwhelmed. And Some of those things that I I mentioned before, they don't all have to be bad. It's the manner in which we use them. So food sometimes can be really comforting. If there is a recipe that reminds me of um, being taken care of by my mom and that's a good memory that I have, then I might make that recipe. Warm foods can be really comforting. So I might want to make some soup or like the act of making that soup. If I enjoy cooking, that might be something that is a a good coping skill. But when when you think about coping with 
emotions. I want you to think about ways that I can sit in my emotions rather than change them or avoid them. And if I'm avoiding them or I'm working to change them, if that's my MO, that's when I know then I'm on kind of the wrong path. I need to like, you know, make a little turn. Something that I use to cope when I was going through a breakup and that I used multiple times going through a breakup is listening to music. And I would listen to really, really sad songs. And some people would be like, what, why are you doing that? You're just like, you know, adding misery to misery. But for me, what I was doing is I was listening to a song that was written by somebody who must've felt those things at, at some point, because you can't just like write some of these emotional songs out of nowhere. So in my head, I was listening to a song that somebody had written. That means that they have felt the things, if I'm relating to this song, they have also felt these things that I'm feeling. So I'm not alone in that. And since there's been other people that have moved through this, that means that there is hope for me to also move through this. And so if I have a belief that this isn't going to last forever, I can easier sit in this feeling that I'm in right now and honor it while doing that. And I have a whole playlist on my Spotify called This Is For Crying. So if you need some sad songs, there you go. Go to my Spotify playlist. I'll link it in the show notes, actually. Uh, But there's one specific song that I would listen over and over and over and over and over and over and over a million times. And it's a song by Johnny Swim. And it is called Let It Matter. And I want to just read the chorus, although... I need you guys to listen to the song because me reading it does not do it justice at all. And there's so much emotion in actually the music. But this specific song was really helpful. And I'm going to read the chorus and then I'm going to tell you why it was so helpful to me. And the chorus goes, run, baby, run. Don't you know that I've tried? But escape is a waste. Ain't no use in hiding. You know, the best way over is through. So if it matters, let it matter. If your heart's breaking, let it ache. Catch those pieces as they scatter. Know your hurt is not in vain. Don't hide yourself from the horror. Hurt today, here tomorrow. If it's fragile and it shatters, let it matter, let it matter. And I love this song and I love the specific part of the song and I could still listen to it a million times over because it's saying so much truth, right? Escape is a waste. There's no use in that. The best way over something is going through it. There is power in moving through something versus avoiding something. And the other reason I really like this is because it says over and over, if it matters, let it matter. And what this specific listener who wrote this email, it sounds like what you're going through really matters. And rather than trying to make it into something you don't care about, there's power in acknowledging that like this is painful because it mattered to you. This relationship mattered to you. Being in relationships mattered to you. People that you love matter to you. Experiences matter to you. And I don't want you to avoid that and ignore that because that's like a true part of who you are and it's a true part of your story. And that's actually a way that we can in the future look back and not have to like throw out this whole relationship because it didn't work out the way I envisioned it in my mind um, when I was in it or in the beginning of it. It can still be good even though it ended at some point. And so I really recommend listening to that song. And what I would say to anybody that is in a space like this, there are going to be ups and downs. There are going to be sideways turns and weird feelings as you move through the stages of grief. And there is no timeline for this grief process either. There might be parts of you that will forever be sad about the ending of the relationship, but it does not matter that something else 
also can't pop up for you. Again, we can have more than one emotion at a time. So I would encourage you to focus on not the destination of where you actually want to go, where you want to end up, but I would encourage you to focus on where you are right now. Listen to the feelings that are coming up right now. Find something that allows you to sit in and comfort you while you're sitting in those feelings so you can listen to them. Figure out what that light on the dashboard is signifying to you. What is the need? Whether that's an emotional need, a physical need, a tangible need, psychological need, what is the need? And this holiday season is probably going to be really tough. And that tough can be a good thing, even though that feels weird to say. Just because something is painful, it doesn't necessarily mean that you did something wrong or it's bad. Change is painful just because change involves loss. And that is even when we're changing for good. So my heart is with all the people that are relating to this email, especially to the listener that wrote this. Thank you so much for writing it. Um, And again, I am so sorry that you are feeling what you're feeling. And I'm also grateful that you are allowing yourself to do this in the healthiest way that you can possibly do with the tools and the things that you know. That is going to do it for me today, guys. If you have any questions, if you have any feedback, you can send that to Catherine at UneedTherapyPodcast.com. I am going to go ahead and let you guys know that my birthday is this weekend. It's on Sunday. So I'm going to ask this next week, but I'm also going to ask for an early birthday present. And that is for you guys, if you have not done so yet, to rate and comment on the podcast. You can now rate on Spotify. So you can do that there on Apple Podcasts. I would love for you to scroll down to the bottom, give us five stars and leave some words of encouragement to future listeners or me or maybe yourself, whatever you want to say. Also, if you have constructive feedback, I'd love that as well. I would prefer you to send that to my email, Catherine at UDTheoryPodcast.com. But yeah, for my birthday, I would just love some podcast ratings because those are helpful and they mean a lot to me. Okay, well, I will be back on Monday for a new episode and I will be one year older at that time. In the meantime, uh, you can follow me at cat.defada and at Unitherapy Podcast. And I hope you have the days, the moments, the feelings that you need to have. Bye. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. 
Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.